0: The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everyone, this is Russell Cox, editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication. I am very pleased to tell you that today we are going to have a Municipal Association staff member on the podcast who has never before joined us. Caitlin Cawtheran, manager for collection programs. Caitlin, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great, Russell. Thank you for having me today. I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm ready to do this.
0: <laughs> I've I've been trying to get Caitlin on the podcast for I don't know how long.
1: And he finally won.
0: I finally I finally made it happen. And we are going to be discussing today the South Carolina Business License Tax. Standardization Act. Last week, Scott Slattin joined us to explain the basics of this law that impacts all of the cities and towns in South Carolina that collect this tax. And if you have not listened to that one yet, I encourage you to do so. He talked about the specific things that the law requires in terms of standardizing the business license process across the state, and it all needs to be done ahead of the law's effective date which is January 1st, 2022. Not 21, 22. So all of these standardization things are going to be happening this coming year, 2021. In this episode, we are going to move that discussion forward by talking with Caitlin about some of the specific steps that cities and towns need to be taking early this coming year, 2021, we are going to be talking about NAICS codes and the initial data work that needs to happen in this coming year. Caitlin, before we get started, is there anything you could say by way of introduction of kind of what we're gonna be talking about today?
1: Yeah, of course. So like Russell said, we're gonna be talking about what you need to start doing the beginning of the year, but I encourage you to start it as soon as possible if you're ready. Um, We're going to do a little bit of discussion of NAICS, kind of what are they, and then talk about how you need to export them and begin the rebalancing process.
0: So what is a, Caitlin, what is a NAICS code?
1: NAICS stands for North American Industry Classification System. It is a six-digit code that is assigned to Every job in the United States, basically, it comes from the IRS, Mm -hmm. um, and they—I say assigned, but really, it's up to the individual business Mm -hmm. to determine what their next code is. There's, as Melissa likes to say, "there's no next police," so they (laughs) decide what it is. They include it on their tax return, Mm -hmm. and then it identifies them by industry and then sub industry and so forth.
0: So, as I understand it, some cities already handle their business tax their business license tax data using these codes, but not necessarily everyone does yet.
1: That's correct. Mm -hmm. So NAICS have been around for a while, but some cities never transitioned from the prior thing, which was called the Standard Industrial Classification System or SIC. Mm -hmm. And then some cities never even got on SIC. So Mm -hmm. we're encouraging them to move to NAICS because SIC is outdated and NAICS is, I say new, but it's been around for quite some time.
0: But it's the current one.
1: It is the current one.
0: So one thing I remember from talking to you about this is that specifically the requirement in the new law is that they use, I believe, the most updated version, which is the 2017 version of this.
1: Yes, that's correct. NAICs are updated every five years. Mm -hmm. So the most recent is 2017, and they'll put out new numbers in 2022. And all they're doing with that really is just getting rid of industries that no longer exist or adding industries that are new because people are constantly coming up with new types mm-hmm. of things.
0: Okay, okay. So beyond that, what are the next steps to be taking in this, this business license data process?
1: Yeah, so the first thing that we want you to do is look at your current accounts, your business license accounts. Mm -hmm. If you're not using NAICS, obviously you need to move to NAICS first. That should be the initial thing you do. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have a lot of resources at the association to point you in the right direction, help you do that. And once you do that, you need to identify six digits for every business license account. So NAICS are six digits long. You need to try and be as specific as you possibly can. And that's going to be your first step, just cleaning Mm -hmm. up your data, making sure every account has a NAICS code and that they're accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want, we've been suggesting to some cities, you know, put that back on the business. Ask them, this is the NAICS code we have for you. Is that what's on your tax return? And if it's not, you know, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. So that would be the first step. After you do that, we're encouraging you to export your data from your business license software to begin what we're calling the rebalancing process. You're going to hear us say a lot, rebalance, repeal, replace. That's the slogan. Mm -hmm. So rebalance is the first step. You're going to export that data. We have predetermined file formats for you um, to help you determine revenue neutrality.
0: If we're going to talk about rebalancing and revenue neutrality, could you Define those terms and why we're talking about them in the context of this new law.
1: Yes. So, under Act 176, it states that you cannot have a windfall of revenue in the first year of implementation and that it has to be revenue neutral. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean if there are new businesses in 2022, they don't count, right? You take those out of the equation. You're looking at the businesses you had in 2020 based on 2019 income and you're making your rates so that it's revenue neutral for 2022. And when I say the 2022 license year, I mean May 1, 2022 through April thirtieth, 2023.
0: Because those are the standard license dates under the new law act 176.
1: Yes, that's okay. right. And by revenue neutral, I mean, you just don't want to have a windfall. You want to get as Obviously nobody has a crystal ball, and we don't know you know what's gonna happen, but you want to mm-hmm. try to get as close as you can so that you don't create a windfall with this change
0: and that um,
1: and the rebalancing would be changing your rates, rebalancing your rates to make sure that that doesn't occur.
0: to make sure that at least theoretically all other things being equal that the amount of revenue you would get under the new law is the same as what you had gotten previously.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. So all things being equal, any new businesses obviously you can't account for those, so those wouldn't be part of the equation. And any businesses that come in in the meantime maybe don't count in the equation. It's only what you received in twenty twenty.
0: So we talked about exporting exporting the data. I believe we have we the association have a spreadsheet that. Can help the cities and towns with this?
1: Yes, we do. We have a very specific file format if you need our assistance. We have that in an Excel file. We can send it to you. Mm -hmm. And there are very specific columns that the data needs to be exported into. And then the association can assist with the rebalancing process.
0: Okay. And we're going to hit this again at the end, but I'll bring it up now. Who can people go to for that spreadsheet?
1: For the spreadsheet, they can contact myself, Caitlin, Catherine, or Melissa Harrell.
0: Okay, okay. What next?
1: After the data is exported, um, after you put it into the file, we go through the rebalancing process. It there needs to be a double check on the back end just to make sure you do have everything in the correct, correct classifications where they're supposed to be. What classes they fall into? Some of them. Are by law. Some of them are mandated in the class schedule. Mm-hmm. Cities. I would. I want to be clear about the fact that cities still maintain control of their rates. No one is telling them what their rates need to be. Aside from this first year of revenue neutrality. Yes. After that, they are welcome to do whatever they need to do with their rates. Mm-hmm. To get it back to what it was, or to just change them because that's what they were intending to do to start with. Okay. I have several cities who've reached out to me and said, hey, we were talking about a rate increase. I guess that's out the window. And my answer is yes. This first year, it's out the window for 2022. It needs to be neutral. But after that, go for it.
0: So can you say a little about things that are going to be happening that need to be happening later in the year past these initial data steps? I know that they're going to need to that I know that cities and towns will need to adopt a new business license ordinance. They're going to be talking to their businesses this whole time. There's the business license portal.
1: Yes, yes. So the model business license ordinance will be available in January of 2021. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I said the right year. I can't believe it's 2021. And then they will need to update that. And again, that's part of the slogan, the rebalance, repeal, replace. We're saying repeal your current ordinance and replace it with the new model ordinance instead of trying to redline it and update it. Just go ahead and replace it. That's been thoroughly vetted here at the association, this new model ordinance, and outside the association so that we're trying to make this process easy. After the model ordinance, uh, like you said, the business license portal, the state law says that... Every city who has a local license, Act 176, says that you have to offer the business license portal as an option. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that that is the only option. They still come in in person. They still can pay by phone if you do that. And if you have your own portal and it was in place before January 1st of 2018, you can continue using it. If not, under this new law, it becomes unusable and you can only use the statewide portal that's being offered.
0: And I, I believe one thing we've been stressing this whole time is that association staff is going to be helping cities and towns throughout this whole process. I, I believe you and Melissa have been having virtual sessions about uh, about both this entire process and NAICS codes in particular already. How y- you...
1: Yes, we had some um, meetings specifically about NAICS since that's the first step kind of up telling people what it is and encouraging them, them to get that started. Mm-hmm. We've had some general sessions. It is a lot of information. I understand that it's a bit overwhelming. So we're working here to put together some talking points, some documents to help them out with that. And we will continue to have those virtual sessions every time we say, okay, it's time for the next step. This is what that step is. Mm-hmm. We'll have you call in and we'll walk you through it and Help as much as we possibly can.
0: We'll be bringing you back on the podcast to talk about later steps, too.
1: I look forward to it. It wasn't (laughs) quite as awful as I thought.
0: I am glad. I am glad. (laughs) All right. So if if they want to get in touch with you or if they want to get in touch with Melissa, where should they go?
1: They can go to the association's website and look up business licensing or... They can reach out to their field service representative, which would be Charlie Barano or Jeff Shacker, and they will help them find the correct person that they need to be in touch with.
0: And as as Scott Slaton would say, if he were here, that website is
1: www.masc.sc.
0: www.masc.sc. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> well, anything anything further.
1: I don't think so. I just, I would like to reiterate that we're here to help you. We're going to walk you through this process and you can do it. And also that it's not optional. It's the law now. So you have to do it.
0: (laughs) Words of encouragement and a, (laughs) and a reminder that it is required. Caitlin, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about this.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me.